You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Group where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what we cover here at Mobile Presence, how to grow your mobile app or your audience through tools and techs. But to be serious about this, you know, growth is just only half the battle. You also have to know and measure your results. And that's where the problems can start. And of course, what we're talking about here is ad fraud. It is the problem. It is the buzzword. And for good reason. It's complex with nine types of ad fraud and counting, and it's costly. In fact, a recent report from mobile measurement company Adjust found that mobile ad fraud doubled year over year during the first quarter of 2018. Big problem, not going away anytime soon. In fact, it continually contributes a larger portion of overall global digital ad fraud, which was incidentally more than $16 billion last year. So we're going to talk about the problem. Where is it coming from? Who are the perpetrators? How is this happening? What can you do? And my guest today is Gary Danks. He is managing director and founder at Machine Advertising in the UK. Gary, thanks so much for making it to the show. Oh, yeah. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. So... Machine advertising, um, let's start there because everyone is talking about ad fraud, but you have a different approach and you're focusing on a different type of app install fraud. So it's app install fraud, not just mobile ad fraud. But let's talk first about the company. Who and who and what is machine? Uh, well, at, at, as you said, Peggy, um, 
machine really uh, specifically um, measures fraudulent app installs. So ad, ad fraud is quite a broad a broad term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be many many things to, to many different people. Um, it, it's normally the media of which um, the advertiser is buying. What what we measure is the quality of the app install, which. Uh, app brands buy from the market are are they real or or are they fake essentially I'm just curious I mean it's it's interesting because this is a type of ad fraud that you can tell you know it's it's not as nebulous I'd like to say as the other nine types you know we don't have to worry about being people being offshore and doing their click fraud and their click spamming necessarily this is something a bit different can you give me an idea why the laser focus on this type of fraud at your company? Yeah, I suppose um, r- really the, the number one reason is because it's, it's such a massive problem. Um, mm-hmm. or th- the whole team here have worked in, in mobile advertising for, for many years, myself 13 years, others seven, eight, nine years and so on. And, and we weren't really aware of the size of the problem until probably about two, two and a half years ago, which is when we started to really focus on, on the problem. So the, number one is, is the size of the problem. Uh, number two is really the, the how unaware um, app brands are of it as well. So e- even the big brands, are, are, uh, a lot of them are unaware of the, the size of the problem. Ad, ad fraud is a hot topic, as, as you said at the top of the show. But the part that doesn't get much coverage is the the size of the fraudulent app install problem within that ad fraud category. So it it was really to um, provide a service to the market where they could um, eliminate and detect um, fraudulent app installs within their supply chain. Now, you've done a lot of writing out there. And of course, listeners, I'm going to have this later in the show notes because you have to check out Gary's guest columns out there on the various uh, publications and outlets. And you've written something I thought was very strong. It says, are you a marketer who currently pays for app installs? If the answer is yes, then you are affected by app install fraud. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's very straightforward. It's also very frightening. Uh, (laughs) Gary, can we have any idea of just how big the problem is really? Yeah, I mean, it's un- unfortunately, it's it's the majority rather than the minority of, of app installs are are uh, suspicious or f- fraudulent, and um, I mean that that's that's been quite broad about it. So mm-hmm. we, we only have a handful of clients because because we're, we're fairly new. We only launched in in March this year, but um, we're we're onboarding new clients all the time. Most of our clients are gaming clients. Then we have some ga- uh, gambling sports betting clients and then we have some retail clients and and uh, a few other categories in there now if, if you look at the different categories they all have different levels of, of fraud within them and that's not because the fraudulent players specifically target those verticals it's because certain verticals have better protection than others because they're they're more aware of the problem so so the gaming vertical tends to be a little bit more protected than most other verticals. And if, if you go to the other extreme, you have like travel travel companies and, and real t- retail companies that have no protection at all. That's where you find the real high volumes of, of fraud because the the uh, the bad players in, in the ecosystem know that they're not protected and therefore take advantage of of, of that sort of a gap in gap in their in their campaign. Um, so at, at that other end you can see uh, you know sort of eighty 
80 plus percent of the installs that they're buying are completely worthless. At, at the other end, the, the, the gaming sort of vertical, you're probably going to see uh, around sort of 10 to 15 percent, maybe up to 20 percent. I'm not putting you on the spot here, Gary, but can we try and put that into some numbers? Is there an estimate what you're losing out on when 10 to 15 percent of your app installs are fraudulent or I mean, you can imagine what 80% is, but but let's try and get an idea of some of some numbers, and then we'll get into also a report that you did because you've looked at ad fraud. You've 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 done a little bit of a a test and just sort of picked them out and surprised everyone with that. But how much the cost? Let's let's start there. Uh, the the cost is it's quite hard to actually um, to put a figure on it, but okay. uh, to, to help give some context, I suppose, because that's, that's what everyone wants to hear, really. So w- when I was talking about the different ends of the scale there with the sort of gaming clients and then, and then really mu- pretty much everyone else, and then um, the gaming clients, you know, their 10 to 15% that they get is worth a lot more than potentially an 80% um, to a retail client because the, the, the gaming publishers and the gaming vertical spends so much more money than, than everyone else. Mm. Um, you know, it's on an order of magnitude more um, in terms of their user acquisition campaigns. Month on month, they're, they're spending uh, significant amounts more money. So for them, 1% or 2% um, uh, detected is, is, is worth a lot of money. Um, down, down at the other end, of course, uh, the marketers are, are losing the majority of their, of their marketing budget. Um, I mean, I could I could put uh, sort of a, a, mm-hmm. a very top line summary on it, really. So, um, in the first half year of this year, we've we've analysed in or around about thirty six million app installs, and we detected about fifty three percent of them to be fraudulent. Mm-hmm. Now, That's if, a if, lot. yeah, exactly. I mean, but if 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 you put a if you put a sort of market market average of a cost per install on that of let's just let's just say for example two dollars. Um, then, then you're talking about upwards of the high twenty million dollars lost, or for e- even for thirty million dollars um, potentially being lost. Or let's just say that that we saved rather than being lost. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's not just all of it. What I'm hearing a lot more about in the industry is also um, one is the money you've lost, which is significant, but it's also about the sort of the muddying of the data because now you're running a system on data that says you have these installs or you have this audience data around these installs and that gets into the model and then predictive modeling is out the window. Yeah. yeah it, are you hearing that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good point actually. Of course, the, the, the main problem is, or one of the main problems is, is the loss of money. But of course the second, the sort of byproduct of that is that you just don't have a clue what's actually really working um your your reportings get in uh congested with fraudulent app installs they're messing up your marketing data um your attribution data and so on and then maybe there's a bigger picture there as well in terms of you know some of these companies certainly some of ours are publicly listed and therefore they need to know exactly out of the installs that that they're paying for and they're communicating communicating to the market which, which ones are real and which ones aren't? Because the, the repercussions of that could be could be pretty big um, if you're communi- communicating uh, fraudulent figures or, or f- false figures to, to the market. 
Well, it's a huge problem. It's very interesting, and particularly because you're so laser-focused on it. We do have to go to break, but listeners, don't go away, because when we get back, we'll be talking. We've talked about the problem. Now we're going to talk about how are they doing this? How are they getting past us, and why? And maybe also what we can do. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Gary Danks. He is Managing Director and Founder at Machine Advertising. And Gary, right before the break, we were talking about the problem. We were talking also about your own internal research and data and what that's showing, you know, the size of the problem. Let's take a step back and be very clear about the what. What exactly is app install fraud? And more importantly, who is doing it? Okay. So, I mean, app install, a fraudulent app install is is a scam. Basically, it comes down to that. It's when a bad Mm -hmm. player is trying to get money from an advertiser for something that's worthless. And the, the thing that's worthless is 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 the app install. Now, large uh, app brands, uh, as uh, like large travel uh, brands and gaming gaming brands and so on, will buy app installs from the market, and they will pay on a CPI, so a cost per install. Now, <clears throat> as with a, a programmatic trader, that they're, they're buying. Uh, CPMs on the cost cost per impression. These guys are buying on the cost cost per install. So there's lots of different methods out there that can fool the advertiser into believing that firstly they've received an app install uh, at all, um, and then secondly, if that app install, um, if it is real, um, that um, it's the type of install that they want. So is, is it in the correct region? Is it from uh, a user that's generally interested in in their in their um, in their product? So that's what it is. So it's just basically 
you know, and I've heard about this in the industry, there are some ways to sort of see it because you'll see it being installed and then in a very, very short period of time, like even faster than you would normally have to even make the decision to uninstall it. That's what's happening. So that's one sign of it. Um, we'll get into the signs in a moment, but who is doing it? Who is part of the this? Uh, yeah, so, I mean... Who it, are the it, perpetrators? Yeah, it's, it's a question we get asked a lot. Um, I mean, the, 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 the industry's... Um, as a whole, the knowledge levels aren't, aren't great in, in the industry, which, which is why we're here, really, to, to, to help with that, to help bridge that gap. And one of the questions that we get asked a lot is who's doing it? What, why would they do, be doing it and, and how, I suppose, really? And, and the who, you, you can break these down into two, two quite broad categories um, on, on who's doing the install fraud, and they would be uh, bad ad networks, and also uh, the source of the fraud, which you could categorize as a publisher or a bad app. Mm -hmm. um, so what, what I mean by that is within a bad ad network, there would probably be about three, maybe four categories of, of bad ad networks, sorry, of, of ad networks, let's say, not, not, not all bad. Now, now, the worst of the ad networks would typically be knowingly sending through fraudulent traffic. They could even be the source of the fraudulent traffic. Mm -hmm. um, but in, in the best case scenario with these guys is they're knowingly sending the advertisers fraudulent app installs. Um, so that they're not even exposed to it themselves. They're, they're basically just letting the app installs happen. And if they get caught, um, they will scrub the app installs from, from the invoice and the ones that they don't get caught for that, that they would get paid out on. Now, mm -hmm. now down from that would be a, um, a network which is exposed to app installs themselves. So um, an ad network is essentially a marketplace, and that marketplace has uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and in some cases millions of, of traders within it. So the ad network is 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 the area to, to where they all trade, and the ad network can't police them all. And within those uh, within those uh, publishers will be some bad publishers who are supplying uh, fraudulent app installs. Now the ad network has some responsibility to police those uh, those those publishers. Some turn a blind eye to it, uh, and some are exposed to it themselves. And and there are there are a lot of good ones out there that try and clean up clean up their ad network. So, um, sorry, uh, go just, ahead. I was just going to say though that um, it 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 can happen. You know what I'm hearing here is it can happen on purpose. It can happen by accident or just sort of part of the structure of the marketplace. Yes. You know of what of what we have built as uh, as our programmatic marketplace. It's just one of the one of the uh, the downsides, I guess, of the of the progress. Um, yeah, it, it, exactly. And as, as as I was saying, the the ad networks do have some responsibility to to um, mm -hmm. do some due diligence on on who they let into their in, into their market. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's it, it's quite a big task to, yeah. um, to to monitor them all. Now, on on the other side of that is is the it, the other category is, is the publishers. Now, that this could be uh, an application that's been built specifically for um, generating money through fraudulent practices. And um, they can generate money through uh, these different methods of, of fraudulent practices. Uh, there's probably about, uh, I'd say, seven or eight now that's, uh, that, that we're, 
that we're detecting and, and categorizing. And within those seven or eight, there are sort of multiple sort of nuances to, to them all as well, which you could probably split out into, into other names as well. Um, so there could be a whole long tail of, of, of different methods here. And a bad publisher would would run either uh, you could you could categorize that bad publisher into two um, two uh, categories itself as well. It could be human or it could be artificial. And the human side of it would be um, locations uh, quite often in Russia or China or uh, Israel or places like this where uh, they're running uh, manual manual labor to basically click on the phones. Uh, they're masking their location of where they are. Uh, they're clicking on real phones and downloading real, real applications. But the advertiser in this case isn't paying for an application uh, in China. They want one in France or Germany or so on. And then the flip side to that, the much more efficient way to, to run uh, these, these operations is uh, artificial. And this would be run from uh, um, emulated devices or servers, basically running an install farm, um, but uh, much more efficiently. And again, they, they give off signals of, uh, of fraudulent practices, which, which we pick up on. How exactly is that happening um, at, at Machine? Because I'm reading that you analyzed over 22.4 million app installs. We discussed earlier 56% of app installs were detected as fraudulent. Um, you must be seeing something or there must be a sign or it must be your technology is picking up on something. What are, what are some of those signals or is this something that, uh, that is sort of work in progress and developing as we speak? Because of course, perpetrators are also smart and probably coming <laughs> yeah. up with new ways as we speak. Yeah, ex ex exactly. So we, we have to always um, develop new uh, techniques to, to identify the signals as well, but you can break our, um, signals or our, our categories, what we look for down into four key pillars, really. So the first one being, is it human or non-human? Uh, mm -hmm. and, and we look at that. So is, is the install happening on a, uh, has the install happened by uh, a human or, or artificially? Uh, the second we'd look at would be the location. So is the location good or bad? Uh, that doesn't just mean out of, uh, out of region. So an advertiser advertising in, uh, in, in the States um, can still get uh, a bad location within the States. And what we mean by that is, is this a location that we're aware of generating fraudulent app installs? Um, so it's non-human, human and location. And then the third one would be um, publisher. So the, the application that it's come from. Uh, have we seen it before? Is it is it a good publisher or a bad publisher? And the fourth one would be um, the in-app events. So we'd look at the the type of events that are taking place within the application once it's downloaded, if if any. Quite often with fraudulent app installs, there's there's, there's very little um, activity once the installs happened. But in the case of of some forms of uh, uh, fraudulent practices, there there are plenty of uh, events that happen after the install. And of course, I would imagine the signals that you're seeing that the, that that internal checklist at Machine that's probably part of your IP that you say, oh, look, this this app has uh, this and this and this characteristic. This is fraudulent. It, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and therefore, we can't go into too much detail. I mean, it's actually one of the challenges that that we have in in the market is obviously with, with clients that they they want to know exactly what we're doing. 
Mm-hmm. So, some clients are quite happy just to know uh, how much we've uh, blocked or detected, prevented, uh, and how much money they've saved. But some clients want to dig a bit deeper and go into our exact methods. And we have to be very careful, um, firstly, even with the clients that we're quite familiar with, but also what we what we publish um, publicly as well, because obviously we don't want to give away in any of our uh, secret sources such in terms of not not because of our our competitors because of mm-hmm. really because of the the sort of bad players trying to crack the code as such um that they, they they would get there themselves through, through their own sort of uh, practices and and so we're here to make it as hard as hard for them as possible um and that's that that's our job really and it makes perfect sense because if you were to sort of name and blame or start saying these are the things you need to look for, then you're just telling them what to fix <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, and exactly. how to move on and how to be, go undetected. So it yeah. makes perfect sense. It, exactly. And, and we, we do release information like that, but it, it's very mm-hmm. top line. Um, you know, so we've sort of taken a step back talking about uh, the things that we look for, non-human or, or human. Um, I mean, there are, uh, not hundreds, but dozens and dozens of signals under those categories that, that we look for um, to, to tell us whether it's a, a human or non-human. And it's the same same with them all. Well, it's very clear that most of the companies, most of the listeners here um, are impacted at some level by app install fraud. And so we're going to come back after the break, Gary, and maybe you're going to share a few tips about how they can watch their back or maybe just engage at a certain level with machine advertising to make certain that they're stopping this at the source. So don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio 100 that's radio and the number 100 don't miss content marketing world 2018 in cleveland ohio september 4th through the 7th register now at contentmarketingworld.com there are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the u.s webmasterradio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm A of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. 
supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Gary Danks, Managing Director and Founder at Machine Advertising. And Gary, we're talking about the problem. It's almost at some level quite frightening. So you sort of want to give people uh, an, a, a list or an idea of, you know, what do they need to watch for? What are the red flags when they're talking to their ad vendors, uh, ad partners rather, and vendors out there who are saying, yep, that's right. You know, it's 100% fraud free traffic. That's probably one of the biggest <laughs> red flags. I've seen that yeah, too. When, when I see that in an email, it's like, no way. Um, but what is it that they should be watching for? Okay, yeah, so um, you're absolutely right. If, if anyone says they're 100% fraud-free, then uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's definitely a red flag. Um, just to put some context on that, uh, we've, you know, for year to date, we've analysed over 150 ad networks, probably, probably nearer to 200. N- none of them are, are fraud-free. Um, you know, at, at the very least, you would expect to see about 12 to 15% uh, fraudulent mm-hmm. installs. And, that, and that's with uh, protection. So if you don't have protection, then um, it's, it's going to go up. So some of the red flags or some of the questions you could ask your vendors are really at the lower end of our scale, where out of those ad networks that we've, that we've analyzed, the ones that have the least amount of um, fraud, uh, fraudulent um, in inventory and fraudulent app installs are the pure play SDK ad networks. So, so that means that they've got their own technology within their publishers and it's very tightly monitored so that they've got a relationship directly with the inventory themselves. Now, unfortunately, the long tail of the industry, of the, industry, the long tail of ad networks, uh, the hundreds and hundreds that are out there don't have their own uh, direct uh, inventory sources and therefore what they do is they use a combination of um, uh, programmatic tools like DSPs and so on and, and quite often they just rebroker it uh, in between each other and um, they may tell the advertiser that they've got this proprietary technology and that proprietary technology but um, quite often uh, when our technology is uh, monitoring uh, our clients um, uh, campaigns the, the the curtains really pull back and and you see you see a, quite often it's a lot of smoke and mirrors uh, behind the curtain exactly the segue i wanted so you're saying when i have your technology so how do i actually engage with machine okay so um obviously we have a website so machineadvertising.com uh we've got lots of um content on there uh we'll be releasing a lot more Come the end of the summer as well. We've taken a break for, from it, um, sort of uh, midway through July and, and August. But come come the end of the summer, there's going to be uh, consistent. Uh, so, so, how, so, so I meant Gary. Really, how would I engage with you? So I say that's it. I want to put an end to worthless app installs. How am I sure. actually working together with your company? Okay, so uh, firstly, one, once we start talking uh, with, with with a client. We offer 30-day free trials, um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's more than enough time for us to um, get a, a good amount of data on a client's um, supply chain. What would happen is that we would uh, connect via, quite often via their MMP uh, API. 
So that would be like adjust apps like Achava and so on. And we would receive the data from, from uh, their MMP. We would enrich that data with our own data sets that we have. And uh, we can start to analyze the installs that they're collecting. It's very resource light as well on, on the client's end. Very little needs to be done at all. Um, after the 30 days, uh, they will have a full uh, analysis of their of their supply chain. It's almost like getting an audit done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and considering we, we offer it for free, it's, uh, it, it, it really adds great value. And of course, for, from that point onwards, if, if the client wants to continue to work with us, then, uh, we charge on a, on a monthly license fee of our platform. Now with, with that platform, we don't expect everyone just to, um, start using it and, uh, operating it themselves. We offer the support, uh, with, uh, as part of that that fee and then when when needed as well uh, quite often it is there's some additional um, support um, added on top of that mm-hmm. well we'll have some of the details in our show notes as well and hopefully gary have you back on the show because i do admire um the posts that you have written uh as you said more are coming after the summer and uh and and also the uh the research that you're doing into just you know internal data and revealing just what the problem is, the scope of the problem, the potential cost of the problem. In the meantime, how do the people stay in touch with you personally? You know, they've heard you on the show, Gary, and they say, I want to stay in touch with him. I want to know what he's blogging. I want to know what he's writing. How would they do that? What's the best way? Uh, the best way is to, to um, link in to me on, on LinkedIn, um, start following, following me and, and the company and then the, the other guys that work here. Um, all releasing content themselves. So, uh, yeah, get link into me on, on LinkedIn. Okay. And listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove. MobileGroove.com is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can, of course, check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.